Hi, I'm Razel Rifkin, and you are listening to an episode of Rifkinish. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to our first podcast of Rifkinish, where we interview Rifkins and Rifkins in law, hence the ish. So today we have with us our first guest. I'm so excited to welcome this guest. She is a really special, empowered woman. Her name is Mrs. Sheva Rappaport, and she is a certified Yekka counselor. She is the creative director of Sea Kids International, and she has so much life experience. She's really passionate about self-care and self-expression and just a lot of health and wellness and goodness. So, Sheva, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. This is, believe it or not, with all my credentials that you just mentioned, this is still my first podcast ever that wow, I have been so exciting. I am very okay. excited. So, let's get today. right into it. So, our questions are, like, all over the place. Some of them are funny. Some of them are serious. We just want to find out about who you are and find out some things that a lot of people, a lot of your fans and followers <laughs> didn't really know about you. So let's get right into it. All before, right, let's go. Before we get to your amazing accomplishments, here's this. Tell us something you're not good at. Wow. Heading with the hard questions right away because, you know, as we know, there are many things that I'm not good at. Um, what's something that I'm not good at? No, honestly, that's just a joke. I'm going to be humble for this podcast and I'm not going to go into my usual, you know, egotistical jokes that I like to make, but, um, something that, um, obviously there are many things that I'm not good at, many things that I am good at, thank God, but something that I'm not so good at right now is definitely keeping to a schedule. I mean, with this whole quarantine situation that's going on and, you know, being home, but still having to accomplish what you would have normally have to accomplish, I feel like it's been a really hard balance for me to, you know, on the one hand, your brain's sort of tricking you that you're in vacation or whatever, but at the same time, you're actually not because we need to keep on moving and producing and getting uh, better and better and growing every day. So that's definitely been a struggle for me. Wow, that's really fascinating. Okay, next question. I am a fascinating person, I must say. Yes, we know, we know. Tell me your life in one or two minutes. Go, anything that comes out. In one or two minutes, let's do one minute. Let, let's do 60 yeah. seconds. Put on a timer um, so that I know, and you could show it on your screen just for, yeah, by the way, for anyone who doesn't know, we're on Zoom right now. You won't be seeing us, but you'll, we're doing this over Zoom since, of course, we can't right. be together. Okay. Stay home, stay safe. We are not working with a smartphone, so. Okay. Ooh. Ready? Go, 60 seconds. All right, so I was born in Brooklyn, Crown Heights, New York, in 1996 on June 10th, as the youngest of seven kids in the Rifkin-ish family, as you know, since I'm on the Rifkin-ish podcast right now. And um, I was born to the most wonderful parents in the world, in my personal opinion, uh, Rabbi and Mrs. Rifkin, and raised as a true youngest. Obviously, all my siblings thought I am amazing. All of them thought I was hysterical. And that's where so much of my great uh, self-esteem comes from till today. 
I grew up, I went to preschool with Maura Rezo Lovovsky, who lives across the street from me. Then I went to Bidos Menachem at Beis Rifka High School, went to seminary in Machom Bina in Israel, which definitely was a, a wonderful and great experience. Um, feel free to cut me off when my time's out. And then after going to Machombina, I came back to Crown Heights. I started working. I worked at JKC. Then I worked at Sea Kids International. Okay. You didn't get to get to the marriage part, but public yeah, service announcement, she did get married. To I was going to say, people are going to have to keep on wondering if I'm married or not. No, but I am married right now. Um, actually, currently in my in-law's house in Mequon, Wisconsin, I am married to Mendel Rappaport. Wow, that was super cool. Okay, next question. What was the last gift you gave someone? Okay, the last gift I gave someone, ugh, because the second to last one was more interesting, I guess. But the last gift I gave someone was actually today, just a couple hours ago, we went over for a quarantine visit to my husband Mendel's grandparents, Bubby and Zadie Rappaport, who live here in Wisconsin. We visited them from their back porch of their home. And I had brought in some mint chocolates, Bendix, which we all love back in Crown Heights. I brought them a box of that and gave it to them um, when we went to visit. Very nice. You're welcome to tell us our, your second to last gift, if you want. Okay, the second to last gift that I got was actually for Mendel. Um, and it was, okay, I hyped it up so much, but basically I got him this cheesecake for our eight month anniversary. It was a very decadent and gorgeous looking cheesecake from lilac and cream um it comes in a very fancy box and the reason that i got it for him even though you know no hard feelings i don't think their cheesecakes are so amazing but they look gorgeous and we had had one in my parents house um which actually your mother mrs tippy rifkin had sent to my parents who are also her parents mm -hmm. so um we had had one of those cheesecakes in my parents house and when we came back from Mequon after Purim it was there but we had coronavirus unfortunately and had no taste or smell so Mendel really wanted to try it and we were going to save a piece for him he was like I'm not going to waste my taste you know waste my cheesecake now when I can't really taste it so we were saving a piece for him in the fridge but then my father who had coronavirus and was actually in the hospital, thank God came home and he's doing much better now. Um, he came home from the hospital and ate the cheesecake before oh, Mendel. No. Yeah, so basically Mendel was a little disappointed because he was saving that cheesecake for a while. So then I decided I'll just buy him a whole brand new one as a gift, one time, one time thing because their cheesecakes are expensive and not that worth it in my opinion. But yeah, that was the second to last gift I got. Wow, you truly exemplify supporting your husband. Oh yeah, I'm just the most supportive. Wow, okay. Next question. If you were a tree, what tree would you be and why? Well, listen, trees and me go way back because as you know, yes. you know about the Oak Tree restaurant, which yes. famously does not exist. But um, for all those who are not uh, a Rifkin, I will fill you in. I, I, to my niece, Razel here, I so uh, very kindly one time made up a restaurant 
called the Oak Tree Restaurant that sells various different kinds of trees, you know, pine trees, maple trees, and you get to eat all the different barks of the trees. Uh, just a little. What's your fave dish at that restaurant? My favorite dish at the Oak Tree non-existent restaurant would definitely have to be, uh, I feel like, the maple bark. I feel like that would be, you know, like really sweet, but like crunchy at the same time because you know maple maple syrup uh but if i was a tree what kind of tree would i be good question definitely not like the triangle like thorny thorny ones um this is a really hard question i feel like i don't know my trees well enough to say maybe i'd be like a cherry tree because they're i don't know i like cherry trees they're fun my neighbors used to have one wow See, out of that question, we got a nice little tidbit about your childhood. Super cool. Okay. What food are you craving right now? Okay. I'm not craving anything right now, but I could tell you what the last thing that I was craving would, this morning was cheesecake latkes. Like, I wanted to have a cheesecake latke for breakfast with, like, jam on it. Wow, but I didn't have anything. Sounds yeah, cool. actually, if you interview your sister-in-law, Rifki Bornstein, I'm sorry, she's not your sister-in-law, you're at Rifki Bornstein, ask her about them. She makes them sometimes, I believe. Okay, sounds cool. Okay, would you rather fight, this is a pretty deep question, like, it kind of, like, really shows a lot about your personality, so I'm super excited about this question. Would you rather fight right. one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? Wow, that is a deep question. I really knew when I was coming onto this podcast that I was in for something unbelievable. And I see that I didn't have to doubt that for a second. So duck size, one second. Are these duck size like rubber duck size or like ducks that swim in a lake size? No, no, like ducks, ducks. Ducks that swim in a lake? Yeah. Okay, so definitely one horse size duck, 100%. Like a hundred a hundred duck-sized horses. horses can overwhelm you in a second by like you know trampling you coming on top if you're fighting one thing that's just a duck the size of a horse i mean you could outrun it you could go around it and if you need to kill it or something you just you know at least you only have to get rid of one thing wow you know studies show that people who answer the answer that you answered have a higher iq so shows a lot about is that really true no, I made that up. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, I, I would I was ready to believe that because as you know, I definitely think I have a high IQ. So I was about to believe you there, but that was a good one. You got me. I'm sure you still have a high IQ anyways. Okay. Describe the color yellow to someone who is blind. Wow. The color yellow to someone who's blind. Um I feel like describing anything to someone who's blind would be really hard because you can't really usually the way you describe something to someone else is by comparing it to things that they know like you know you would say oh the color yellow it's bright but they don't even really know what bright means I guess I would say that the first thing I would say to someone who's blind is the color yellow is warm because mm -hmm. that would be a feeling that they know hot cold so i describe it as a warmer color mm -hmm. that would be my only, nice. my only first thought interesting. okay if you could have a billboard with anything on it what would it be and why okay, okay. so a billboard with anything on it that's a great opportunity for me 
Um, I definitely love it. I wondered at this stage in my life what I would do because as you mentioned originally, like there are many things that I've dedicated myself to in the past. Uh, Sea Kids, Yucca, of course. So I wonder what I would do with the billboard. Would I put it to one of those things? And then I would definitely probably do Yucca. Um, trying to think here. Yeah, I feel like there'd be two choices. Either I would try and do something really funny, like just write a terrible, terrible pun or joke on the billboard in like big black letters and then just sign my name at the bottom. Or um, I would do, um, or I would do like an advertisement for Camp Yucca Girls, which is a camp that, um, you know, uh, provides uh, provides support in body, mind, and soul for orphan children in Ukraine. Um, but those would be my two options. I'd probably do like an, a fundraising advertisement for them or like a really corny joke. Wow, that's really interesting. Okay. If you can have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, now okay. remember, okay. A, a few people I, I asked this question to, they were like, okay, so if it wasn't dinner, then... I would definitely ask, you know, some more like holy people, oh. but remember that it's dinner, like you're eating with them. It's not like a meeting. So it's a little bit different. Well, it's not just about meeting the person. It's about having dinner with them. Yeah. So it's a little bit more casual. And they're not making me the dinner. They're just joining me for dinner. Yes. Um... Hmm. I would definitely try and choose someone really interesting then, right? I was all lined up with my, you know, I've been asked this question before, so I would be totally lined up with my holy people, but I guess I'm going to go to a different. Right, it's a bit different. Um, so people to have dinner with. I feel like one of the people I would choose would probably be like an Albert Einstein kind of person, like, you know, a big genius, either Albert Einstein or... Mm-hmm. Um, that guy, what's his name, who was, like, a psychologist, like, Freud or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, because, like, they're geniuses, but don't you think they'd be a little hard to have a dinner conversation with? Because a lot of them weren't such good communicators. Right. Well, honestly, I'm not, I'm not the greatest at small talk with people, so I probably wouldn't be too good in this situation. If I would, if I would know that I'm having dinner with Albert Einstein, then I would just, you know, prepare my questions and kind of ask him whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably choose someone like that, or I'd maybe choose someone, um, like I guess, like um, a, a U.S. president, maybe like you know George Washington, um, maybe Alexander Hamilton, or even just some of the prime ministers from Israel. Um, some of the original prime ministers of Israel, cool. those would be interesting people to know, ask uh, stories about too. There's one other person that I would, I think I would love to have dinner with. And that is someone whose book I just read. Uh, she wrote a book called The Choice and her name is Edith Eva Ager, I think. She's a Holocaust survivor and a psychologist. And I really just loved her book. And I think it would be really cool to meet her and um, have a conversation about her way of life and thinking. Wow, that's super cool. I was actually just listening to a podcast of someone interviewing her. You should definitely check that out. I saw that podcast. I saw that new podcast that came out. Obviously, competition with our podcast, but whatever. It's okay. We're nice. Okay. 
Next question. This is a very interesting question because I think people think it's just like a funny question, but it's part. What do you like for your last meal? Hmm. A little morbid over there, but basically, so you know, what what's my favorite meal? Um. I don't know what is my favorite meal. I'm really into barbecues these days because you know it's nice. You get the opportunity to go outdoors. I guess I would choose like a barbecue with my family. Wow, that's really interesting. Okay. Um, what words do you think people would use to describe you most? Well, wow. this could get egotistical. Um words to describe me the most just one word like if right uh there's people describing each other all the time what do you think like the most common word that comes up when people are describing you um this is a good one i mean it's gonna sound so messed up but like i guess if someone i would hope like someone was having an innocent conversation with their um with their friends, they would just be like, oh yeah, Shava, she's great. She's so kind. Love her, love hanging out with her. Something like that. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. What is your favorite book? Okay, so I just mentioned The Choice by Edith Eger. Loved it. Um, I also am a huge Harry Potter fan. So I read tons of that, but I don't know if I would say it's my favorite. That's just like, uh, an amazing book to just go back and read over and over. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. I feel like the fact that I said what I want people to say about me is like, I'm so great. That's not what I meant. Like that. Oh, like she's great. You know, I just want to clarify. Like I meant like, Oh yeah, she's great. Like love her. So kind. So much fun. Right, to be with. Yeah. It's good okay. to recognize the good points in yourself. And I just wanted to say it one more time, you know, for clarity's sake. <laughs> I was, my goodness. Okay. Tell me about a song that talks to you, that strikes a chord in you. Okay, I'll tell you. I know for sure. There's a song by Yishai Ribo. Mm -hmm. Yishai Ribo. That's my daily accent to you all. Um, and it's called Seder Ha'avoda. And it's all about, um, you know, the Kohen Gadol doing... Uh, the Seder Ha'avoda and the Beis HaMikdash. I just love it. I love the way it ties like music into Jewish history and it's just such a good soulful song yeah that's a good one okay and last question what is one trait you'd like to work on last question wow one trait I'd like to work on I got that right away it's definitely being more I guess it ties in together, being more organized and on time. Like I was saying back in the beginning about this whole quarantine and it's being hard to get things done. I definitely would like to be able to just push myself more to just, you know, when I have something to do, just get it done right away um, instead of pushing it off till later. Okay. And with that, we finish our awesome interview with Sheva Rappaport. Sheva, thank you so much for coming on the show. That was really fascinating. Just finding out different facets about what makes you, you. I really enjoyed that. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And yes, well, thank you so much for having me. And it's been really fun to just chat and see, you know, 
how this idea of a podcast that you had just two days ago evolved into actual reality right here, right now. Um, I think yeah. that's really inspirational, honestly. You haven't spoken a lot about yourself. Um, so I'm just, I'm just going to say that I'm, I'm inspired by the fact that you had an idea and you went for it. As I was just saying, um, that's hard to sometimes do, especially in quarantine. So you go, girl. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Why don't you tell me something about you? Something about me. Well, what you just said, I definitely, I always, like, I've been known as a person who has all these ideas and I, I'm like into them for two days and then I forget about it. So actually like this quarantine, I really wrote down a lot of things that I want to do. And I did most of them by now. Really, really things. Oh, I'm making a photo book. And I was like, I want to bust that thing about me that everyone says that I never finish what I start. And actually it's cool because once I finished the stuff that I planned on before, now I really got into this habit that like when I have ideas, I'm actually following through with them. And I'm really happy that I gained this skill in quarantine because yeah, it's just cool to actually, you know, see your ideas come alive. That's incredible. Honestly, I'm jealous. I feel like so many people have that thing of like trying, I almost see like, why does it have to be considered a bad thing that like starting things and not finishing them? Obviously starting too many things and, you know, like don't leave like a half built table sitting around the house. But like, I don't think it's a bad thing to just like try your hand at something and not necessarily follow through with it. Obviously it'd be, it'd be better to finish it. Yeah. Right. Like I have a paint by number that I didn't finish yet. And I'm hoping that I'm going to finish it sometime, but still, I just wanted to, yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to try my hand at it. And you know, if, if I would have said my goal was just to try a paint by number, then I accomplished that goal at least. So I guess that's something to keep in mind. Very cool. Okay. Sheva, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you to everyone who listened to this podcast. Sheva, just tell us where we can find you and follow you. Well, you can can find me at my cell phone number, which is 646-295-308. But I'll skip the last number. And if you really want it, you'll just try all the numbers till you get my cell phone number. That's just something you can do. Well, I was not thinking phone number, but sure, go with it. Okay, so now all our listeners have a game to play. Who can figure out Shava's number? Yes, please. Hey, Shava, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for joining us here on the Riskadish podcast. Hope you tune in next time for another awesome episode.